Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Well, thank you for joining me. I am your host, Jane Zahasky. And today... <coughs> Hold on a minute, Jane. Hold on. Hi. <laughs> well, hi. Hi. My name is Susie Hansen. <laughs> Co-founder of Warriors Arise Ministries, yes. and today I am your host, <laughs> because we want to hear from you, Jane. <laughs> we would love to glean from your experience and where you've been. I just love your personality. You're such a joy to be around. Mm, Seriously, you. you light up a room, mm. and anyone and everyone that knows you would <laughs> say the same thing. Mm, and you. I'm honored to have you as a part of this leadership team and a part of our podcast. And today, we want to hear from you. Ah, awesome. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> you are welcome. You didn't know you were going to get hijacked, did you? That's right. <laughs> So, Jane, tell us, tell the listeners, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Well, I am um, the women's ministry pastor and connections pastor at a church here in Oklahoma City. I have, gosh, been doing this, well, for the second round, almost (laughs) four years now. Um, And uh, that's kind of part of my story. God brought my husband and I here um, from Iowa to Oklahoma and um, the first time in 2009. And we were here for about three and a half, four years. Then we moved back to Iowa, and then we've been back now almost four years. So nice. I was yeah. so glad when you guys moved back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, yeah, yeah, that's one of those moments like, Really, God? Really? You're doing what? (laughs) Wait. I can't wait to hear that part of your story. Gosh. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, Love it. I also taught fitness classes for years, like almost 20 years now. That's always been a part of me. I grew up dancing, you know, in all the dance recitals. That was, like, my favorite thing ever. Um, Cheerleader, you know, so it's that's just... Being that encourager and supporter that's always been a part of me, yes. kind of that little performer. <laughs> it's always been a part of me from the very beginning. So. One day we're going to have a drama department. <laughs> uh, yes. We keep telling you you're going to be our, what is it, a dramatist, dramatist, <laughs> yes. whatever that is. Yes. I guess that's me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You will give joy to the thousands. (laughs) So I would love to hear your heart behind Warriors Rise. Just let me back up for a minute. I remember being in my prayer closet praying about women to invite to come along this journey with me. And the Holy Spirit so clearly put you on my heart. And I was like, Really? And and I say that not because I didn't think you could. Right. But at that particular time, you and I knew each other, Mm -hmm. but we didn't really interact in any way. And so, like, I didn't even have your phone number. (laughs) Yeah, you were stalking me on social media. I did. I had to Facebook stalk you and send you messages like, hey, this might seem weird, but can you call me? So... But the Holy Spirit was really clear, and so I just want to hear for from you, your heart and passion, 
why you said yes to the call. Yes. So I remember that day so clearly when you, you know, were messaging me and (laughs) I'm like, gosh, all right already. This must be really important. (laughs) I better call her. So, um, and when we talked and you just shared what was on your heart Mm -hmm. and the ministry and you know, I'm like, wow, okay, this is exciting. And, you know, I'm always one to jump on and say, yes, yes, yes. But I'm like, okay, I really just need to pray about yes, this I before I just jump in because, you know, I, I can do that. I can just jump in and then have all kinds of things <laughs> oh. happening. But I just prayed about it and I just kept, like, I just knew in my heart this was it. This, yeah. yes, this was a yes for sure. And, um, and can I just say, I'm so glad you said yes. <laughs> You know, uh, just women, we just struggle with so many things in our lives, you know, and we're the ones that we put so much pressure on ourselves. We can be our worst critics. Mm. We can um, tear ourselves down in an instant um, and our thoughts and our words can just be out of control. And, you know, I just I just want to be a mouthpiece for the Lord to speak to those women, just to say, Hey, hold up. You know what? God loves you. (laughs) He created you and let's get back to how he created you. Right. And, and, um, just, you know, just to remind them that God just loves them, you know, and no matter what they've been through, no matter, you know, what they're telling themselves, um, each and every day that, through all of that, through all the darkness, through yeah. however thick it is, there is a light inside of each one yes. of them, and they need to start letting that light Let out. out. Yes. yes. It has not gone out. No, not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, just speaking to women, you know, and just in different ways, yeah. you know. It's not always from a stage, but just being there, encouraging. And I, I, I am one that, you know, this whole... 2020 quarantine social distance thing has been awful for me because I'm one that will just hug, you know, and people will always say, oh my gosh, your hugs are amazing. And I just feel like that is the Lord, like hugging someone, using me just to love them, you know? And so if I can just do that (laughs) the rest of my life, I would be happy. And that's what I love about the team that God has built. Oh, yes. It's such a great team. It is a great team. And Mm -hmm. there are multiple ways to minister to people. And it doesn't always have to be from a stage. Right. You know, we are ministers no matter where we are, whether we're a stay-at-home mom or a barista or, you know, a clerk at a store checking people out. We can be ministers no matter where we are. The mission field is everywhere. Yes. Yes. And so I love that you said that. So tell me a little bit about you, your mm-hmm. your childhood, your yeah. testimony. Yep, yep. So, gosh, childhood. <laughs> this actually was something that was brought up just at Christmas last week. <laughs> um, and I'm always like, oh, I hate this part of my story, but oh, all right. <laughs> but um, so we I have some am, of that. I know. <laughs> So I'm the baby of the family, and I am the baby by a lot of years. So my I was actually born on my oldest sister's first day at college. Wow. So my grandparents had to take her to college because my mom was kind of busy <laughs> in the hospital having me. My other sister is 16 years older, and my brother is almost 13 years older. Wow. So I grew up as an only child, but then mm-hmm. as I got older... I'm like, oh, well, I have brothers and sisters, but I didn't have, like, a relationship with them like 
other kids, you know, so <laughs> that was always different. I had older parents. And so I was always like ashamed of them. Like, you know, I was a cheerleader. So I, I so remember like being embarrassed that they were there, you know, but all the other kids had cool parents, you know, that were more like my sister's ages. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, there they are. But, um, (laughs) But, you know, later on, you look back and you're like, my gosh, that was awful to think that. Because <laughs> they were good parents. I mean, you know, I just wanted to be like everyone else. Gotta love the mind of a teenager. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Those teenage years. Wow. That, I had to been just awful to my especially my mom. She's probably like, what? But anyway, yeah. And the part that I really hate about that story is that my sister's, and my brother, they would always say, well, we could never talk about how mom was pregnant when she was pregnant with you. Because it was like a thing, you know, like she was embarrassed. She, you know, was they weren't planning on having another child. Um, they're, you know, the kids are getting out of the house and graduating. And so part of the story is that when mom told dad that she was pregnant, he didn't speak to her for three days. <gasps> Oh, like no. it was all her fault. Oh, no. But, you right. know, he had nothing to do with <laughs> right. that. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's always that. I didn't even know this until, gosh, it was probably, oh, 15. Oh, no, no, no. More like 20 years ago is when I learned all of this. And I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. I know. So they could never talk about how mom was going to have a baby or anything. Like, so that whole excitement yeah. wasn't there. And so I guess God probably, I mean, that was his part of his plan. Sure. So, sure you know, then growing up, you know, I was the child that would hug everybody and would, you know, laugh and dance and sing for everyone. Yes, so that was part that. of it. You know, <laughs> that was part of like, okay, you may not wanted may not have wanted me, but here I am, I am. and I'm bringing joy <laughs> to your lives. Like it or not. <laughs> That's right. Like it or not. So that was like childhood stuff, you know, the usual teenager stuff. And then I just, my 20s was just a weird time for me. I was always just, I was working a lot. I tried to go to school and, you know, I would take some classes and then quit and then just work thinking, well, that's just what I was going to do, you know. Then decided I'd finally go back to school. So I went to school, you know, and just didn't have good relationships. I just was always just kind of wandering, I guess, you know, a good decade of wandering. Then I graduated from college. I got a good job, ended up moving um, to Des Moines. I grew up in a small town in Iowa, so I moved to Des Moines, and that was like, <laughs> wow, you know, a whole nother life for me. And um, met a lot of wonderful friends, um, still just kind of drifted and yeah. wan- wandering around. Like, I ended up, ended up dating a married man that I worked with. So, you know, like, let's just get all of that in one guy, right? So I worked with him, which is usually not great anyway. Did you know and, he was married? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, it just was not. It just, I was just seeking something, sure. you know, yeah. and started this relationship. He had two children, broke mm. up their family. Mm. Um, we moved in together, you know, and here I am thinking, this is, we're going to get married. This is going to be the great life. And yeah. so... Uh, four years later, he found somebody else. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just that pattern 
yep. and um, didn't see it coming at all. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how this works. So that was kind of a hard time, but you know, God used it. And, and I say he used that, but I didn't know that until years later when I actually had a relationship with God. Right. So, um, so at this time there was no relationship. No, I say I grew up going to a Methodist church in a small rural town of Iowa, but, um, I really only remember times when my grandma and grandpa maybe would take me or, um, all the kids in junior high were going to like catechism or confirmation classes, you know? And so I would go to confirmation classes, went through all that. I literally remember nothing, nothing. (laughs) I'm not even, I don't even know if I knew the Lord's prayer. Like I I was there for social reasons. (laughs) Right. You were there to make friends. Yeah. So I'm sure a um, lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I didn't even have friends that went to church. So it wasn't like anyone was inviting me to church or anything. I was just trying to figure out life on my own. And I thought that's what everyone did. Right. You know? Yeah. But um, so God used that relationship to, gosh, open my eyes. And I ended up um, meeting my now husband. And we started dating and we lived three hours away. So that was wow. a relationship that we just built on, you know, phone calls. Yeah. That's when cell phones were pretty still new. <laughs> I remember like having my 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 phone plugged into my car when it was dying in the night because I wanted to still talk to him or talk for hours, you know. Um, yeah. And um, so when we ended up getting married. We still didn't know the Lord. Like even when we got married. We were living together. We had a judge come to the house. We just, you know, it was like, well, we weren't getting married in a church because we didn't go to church. Right. You know, that's what was normal to you. Yeah. That's what people did. Yeah. Yeah. So, gosh, we were married, let's see, five, six years, six years. And um, we lived up in northeast Iowa. And and the Lord called us to Oklahoma, and we lived in my husband's hometown. So that's where he had lived almost all his life, and I had always lived in Iowa. So we're like, well, wow, are we really doing this? And, of course, you know, he, it was a job offer. Yeah. And um, so Larry was like, you know, we'd be kind of crazy not to do this. Why, why don't we just try it? So we packed up. Sold everything, moved to Oklahoma where we knew absolutely no one. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're trying to figure out where we're going to meet friends. And and we're like, well, are we going to hang out in bars? Like, where do we go to find <laughs> friends? Like, we know we don't know anyone. So <laughs> as we're, you know, meeting people here and there, I noticed that, like, one of the first few questions that people would ask here in Oklahoma would be, oh, so what church do you attend? And I'm like, what? Like, you don't <laughs> ask those questions, first of all. And second of all, like, we don't. don't. <laughs> so, Hello, welcome to the Bible Belt. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. So we ended up, of course, finding a Methodist church because that's all that's I knew. knew. Right. <laughs> and so we went there for a while, ended up hearing about this other church, and um, and we ended up going there. And as soon, the first day we walked in, it was a big auditorium, yes. big church. We walk in and something at that time, I'm like, whoa, what is this? Like, wow. 
This, nice. whatever this is, I want more of it. Wow. And my husband was the same. We just were like, okay, this is it. You had just had an encounter we, with the Holy Spirit yes. and didn't know it. And we had no idea. We right. just thought, oh, this is a cool place. Yeah. Like, okay. And next thing you know, we're lifting our hands, giving our lives away. <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, 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 and we're doing all the things. We go to the new member classes. We're volunteering. We're doing this. We you are just all in. in. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And so that was really it. Like, and so looking back, it's like God had to move us away. Yes. <laughs> So he could get our attention, and and he definitely did. Like I said, we started volunteering, and six months later, I was asked to be on staff at the church, and we were opening up a new campus, and it's just like, God, you are great. Like, I had no idea that this is what I was looking for yeah. all my life. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. And so let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah. Because... You know, you didn't really have a lot of childhood trauma. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spoken mm-hmm. with a lot of people who, you know, like with a history like mine, with all the abuse and addiction and yeah. things like that, you come to know Jesus and woohoo, yeah. you got this amazing testimony. Yeah. And, and some may sit back and go, well... Right. My life was kind of boring. Yeah. Nothing crazy happened. Yeah. And so you may feel like you don't have a message, and that's mm-hmm. so not true. Right. And and so can you just speak into that? Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I remember the day. Um, it was after Larry and I got married, and and we didn't get I mean, I was 35 when I got married. Like, I'd never yeah. been married before. thought, you know, was in this long-term relationship, which really wasn't. didn't turn out that way. And, you know, you kind of like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, and I mm-hmm. was like, I'm 35, just getting married. Like, is, you know, I, I just thought, well, there's something. And like I had said earlier, I thought everyone was just trying to figure out life. Right. Like, like it was like swimming upstream. Yeah. Even though it, things were good, it wasn't like, you know, I had a business. Um, I had my own wellness studio. I had friends, you know, but there was always something. A void, would you say? Yes. Something. Yes, definitely a void. Something was missing. I remember the day that I was like, it's happiness. I am missing happiness. Yeah. Which was kind of weird because I've always been a pretty happy person, very positive. But it was like, that's what's missing. I am missing that true inner happiness. Yeah. And I mean, I bought every book, <laughs> every book except the Bible, of yeah, course, right. right? But I was, I was it's reading just an old boring history book. <laughs> <laughs> not um, true, not true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was always buying books and books about happiness and how to be happy and how to make yourself happy and right, all right. of this. And it just is that, yeah. And then once I learned that, it really was, I just needed God, (laughs) you know? Um, It's a God-shaped hole. Exactly. It is. And, and yeah, even though I wasn't going through anything traumatic, I had good relationships, I just, there was something. Yeah. And it was like, even if somebody would have asked me, I would have been like, no, I'm not missing out on anything. It wasn't even something I could put into words. But it was that I always kind of felt like, you know, it was harder. Life Mm -hmm. was harder, even though it was good. Right. And, you know, I think there are a lot of people that are living life 
and they're living a good life, but they're still missing out on what's even better for them. Right, you know, right. because they're like, well, I'm, I'm. I could be living the American dream, right? Yeah. But if you're working so hard and not enjoying it because you're doing it all on your own, yes. you know, and you're doing it in your strength and you're making it happen yeah. with your your own strength, your own talents, your, mm-hmm. you know, own capabilities, that's not the full life that God has for us. Right. That's not how we're created to live. And yeah, so even without the crazy, you know, the big stories of abuse or trauma, trauma, addiction, things like that. There are still a lot of hurting people that may not even understand why um, or what they're feeling. Yeah. You know, and it's because of that void, that hole Mm -hmm. in them. They're just not complete. Yes. And that's exactly how I was living, you know, so... So what would you say to the women out there that might be listening to this podcast who maybe feel like Warriors Arise is for those women who have been through all those traumatic events and maybe they would feel like, well, Warriors Arise isn't really for me. Mm, What would you say to them? Yeah. And and how Warriors Arise can be there. Oh, yes. So, yes. Warriors Arise really is about relationship with God. I mean, I feel like that's the foundation of this ministry. And so... Anyone who needs to either have a relationship, start a relationship, or deepen their relationship with God, which everyone can deepen their relationship. (laughs) We'll never know everything about God. So Warriors Arise Mm -hmm. is for anyone, um, any woman, even if they are, you know, living the life, Mm -hmm. but... They may be, may be missing out on something that God has for them. Yeah. And I would hate for women to live their whole life and realize, oh, I missed out on that. Yeah. You know? So even, even if there's no trauma, no addiction, uh, Warriors Arises for them. And you said something that was key. You said Warriors Arise is about building relationship. Yeah. With God, Mm -hmm. and that is so important because your past does not matter whether you've had the most traumatic kind of past Mm -hmm. or the most boring childhood in existence. Yeah. We all need relationship with Christ. Right. And we were built Mm -hmm. to... To, to need that. And I think that, and, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, you know, we're just walking through life. We're mm-hmm. just doing this worldly thing yes, and, and yeah. doing what we think we're supposed to school, college, mm-hmm. career, marriage. Right. You know, we get the orders messed up. Yes. <laughs> way too much. Yes. But yes. There's always a void there. Mm-hmm. We're missing something. Yeah. A longing, but we're not sure what. For yeah, you, yeah. you felt like, well, that's happiness. Yeah. I have a longing for more happiness. Uh-huh. And the key there is that longing is for yeah. that relationship. Exactly. And yeah. so we yeah. all need that relationship. Yes. And of course, here at Warriors Arise, that is our end goal mm-hmm. is to help women from all walks of life. Yes. Come into relationship with the Lord if they're not already. Mm -hmm. And then those that are help them deepen their relationship because God is so 
deep and mysterious. Yes. Now he doesn't want to be a mystery. He right. wants to be revealed. And yeah. that's where we find the truth in the word of God. Absolutely. It's so much more than a history book. Yes. It is living it and is. breathing. Yes. And the Holy Spirit speaks to us through that word. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people that say that Bible's boring, oh. I say they're not no. reading it right. right. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. Yes. It's so true. And God um, always wants us to seek Him. I mean, that's the part of the relationship that He desires is right. for us to seek Him and to long for Him and have yes. that longing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and you know, when we're living our lives according to worldly standards, mm-hmm. that is completely different right. than what we really are created for that's and what right. God has for us. Yes. And, his standards are always so much better than mm-hmm. the world's. <laughs> oh, girl. <So. laughs> if there's one thing I've learned mm-hmm. in my walk with Christ, it's that mm-hmm. um, we think that material possessions, oh, yes. money in the bank, yes. perfect marriages, you know, whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. That could be different. Some people may think of marriage and kids and cringe, but you right. still have something. Yes. Yeah. You know, that can never fulfill us. No. You know, that longing and that hole Mm -hmm. was never meant to be filled with anything other than Mm -hmm. relationship with Christ. That's, you know, I call it a God-shaped hole. Yes. And we try to cram anything and everything in their cars. Food. Yes. Money. Jobs. Uh Uh-huh. Social status. Right. How many friends I have on social Mm -hmm. media. Yep. That will never fill that emptiness and that void. Mm -hmm. Only relationship with Christ can do that. Exactly. And so, yeah, that is why. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're here. That is why we are here. Well, is there anything else you would say to the listeners, Jane? Oh, gosh. Um, You know, it's all about relationship. And we, as Warriors Arise, are ready to build relationship with women. And, you know... Women of all shapes and sizes, all, <laughs> That's right. you know, from everywhere. From every um, walk of life. Yes. And I just think, you know, the Lord has been preparing us. This It's almost been a year yes, now since, yes. and I know you have had this in your heart for many, many years. Yes. But um, as, you know, creating this team and us really working together, it's been almost a year. Almost, and yeah. I just am, you know, the new year is always exciting for me. It's always an exciting yes. time. I'd love to, you know, just be like, especially this year. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but um, I just have a stirring in me that I just am so excited um, to see what the Lord has for Warriors Arise this year. And I don't want women to miss out on I that. I don't either. Yeah. Because there's so many good things coming down the pipe. Oh, we are is. dreaming up. So excited. And planning yeah. amazing things yeah. for 2021. And we will definitely have to talk more about that on oh, our podcast. Oh, yes, we will. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, Jane, thank you so much <laughs> yes. for letting me hijack your podcast oh, and interview yes. you today. Well, this was fun. It thank was you. fun. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, listeners, just a reminder that you can connect with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Always subscribe and um, share this this podcast. Yes, our podcasts are live now. They are published. You can find them on iTunes, Uh Spotify, other places that podcasts are. Yes. Yes. So please make sure to jump out there and subscribe 
to our podcast as well. Yes, absolutely. And then check out our website, and there's um, an easy way to connect with us so you can start sharing your stories, your testimonies, your questions, um, all the things. Yes. Because, as we like to say, that we are a safe place to, to talk, talk about, about unsafe things. things. And, um, yeah, and we are ready. Like, we are the door ready. door is open. We yes. are ready. We are ready. So thank you very much, Susie. This you was are awesome. Thank you for joining us today. I am Jane Zahasky, your host, and remember, it's time to rise up, warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.